What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys. What it do? I'm KC. I'm here with Hendrix. I said what it do so soon. We are two hour ass millennials. And I'm welcome, you guys, to the 2 a.m. podcast. How are you? Because I already said what it do. Mm-mm. Nope. That's it. <laughs> Hendrix, say hi. <laughs> say hi. <laughs> hey, I was regulated to silence. So I was just going to let no, you nigga, rock. You see? fucked it up, nigga. See? Take 12, nigga. No, it's not. No. Ain't going to waste my time, nigga. My time is money, nigga. Okay. All right. All right. Anyways, welcome, guys. I hope you guys. Bro, chill. <laughs> My nigga, too, <laughs> You know, I'm realizing over time. I think about the beginning of, um, of the show and the matriculation of it. I feel like Hendrix has made me more and more bitter, and more and more angry. I'm now nigga, just definitely in the show. sounding like I'm from the east side. You said what? Just in the show, like yeah, I, I feel life. like I had. Oh yeah, I was about to say I feel like I had the impact on you in life. I mean, you a trash bag. I would really wouldn't let you mess me up like that. But you know, no, in, right. a, in a general sense, yeah, I mean, right, I'm, yeah. I'm cool. Mm. Run me, my. <laughs> <laughs> All you poor young ladies out here. What you mean all? Or no, um talking about all you young ladies out here. Talking about ain't nobody taking for me. Or you even get to that point. Oh, or all right. Um, for sure, for anybody sure. Anybody right. anybody desire any of Hendrix's all right, time. For I just sure. wanna let you This know. nigga said or. Alright. <laughs> so as soon as you hit in on the record, nigga, it's me and you. <laughs> you gotta have a conversation, buddy. <laughs> this nigga gonna forget. All right, by the time this nigga about to run it out. Yep. <laughs> this nigga about to send an alarm to us about attack. Casey. Yep. Um, I'm setting a timer on that motherfucker. When it go off, that's the end of the podcast. All right. That's it. Anyway, this nigga fucking at the show, but I just want to let y'all know that anybody trying to get. Um, you got an hour 25. Hey, Hendrix, um, don't. don't. Because this nigga is fucking retarded. He's Don't. selfish, first of all, and he ain't shit. I so am selfish. He is extremely. He's still never mind. All right, so <laughs> oh, um, oh, okay. I just want to let y'all know. Keep throwing them some perks. And I hope you guys having a good. Uh, I hope you guys had a good weekend. I hope you guys, you know, are enjoying the weather changing. I'm just joking. No one's enjoying that shit, but. If you are, congrats. I'm not even gonna lie. Actually, I am. I am a fall person. I love jacket weather and leggings and boots and hoodies. That's my jam. So I actually am kind of looking forward and enjoying this kind of weather. Hopefully it lasts for a long time. Because, you know, I'm, we live in fucking Michigan slash Antarctica Junior. And we could be in down jackets and, like, jet skis and... Any minute now, you know. Yeah, fuck that shit. I'm anemic. I'm cold. All skinny little niggas are anemic. That's not true. It is. I All was, little people are anemic. No, it's not. It's it not really true. is true. I don't know any anemic fat people. I don't. Name one. <laughs> I mean, you put me on the spot. Because <laughs> it's not any Millie Rock. <laughs> um. Well. <laughs> I already see how this shit about to go. 
<laughs> Did you not show me our last episode? I don't recall. Oh, you don't recall. I'll play right. it back. Well, first off, let me let me let me say um, I apologize, Casey, because after listening to last week's well last episode um, multiple multiple times, no matter how funny the trolling was, it was not friendly. Thank you. So it wasn't because you're my friend. I'm not your friend. But because you're my friend, you know, I want to apologize. (laughs) You wasn't treating me like a friend before? No, I'm saying you're my friend. I'm not your friend. You're my friend. Are you saying that? You don't consider me a friend. So, yeah. as as, Right, but you was treating me like shit, so you don't consider me a friend either. Anyways, I apologize. (laughs) You're really going about that 40 You kind of do look like Smokey, though. I don't like Chris Tucker. What are you talking about? No, specifically Smokey, though. Not so much. All right. I guess. Somebody called me Safari earlier. I was kind of That's actually going to (laughs) stick. That's That's probably going to (laughs) stick. I was like, oh, no. That's probably going to stick. And that little dinosaur thing. (sighs) Definitely look like that. Don't throw nothing at me. (laughs) How was your life while we were away? What interesting things. It's nothing interesting going on in my life, honestly. Um, I will say... That everything is the same. Uh, so. Oh. <laughs> well, we're providing you guys with. Why? You the one with the exciting life, my, my nigga. My life is boring. Okay, so pretty Make much. Make some shit up or Work something. is work. I've just been living my best life, working as all the fuck I do, trying to get my life together, trying to be a bad bitch, you know, work out, and trying to get my diet back together, really, because I feel really hard off the fucking wagon. I've been going to these uh, kickboxing classes that I've been kicking my ass. No lie. Well, Man. I mean, huh. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you miss. And, yeah, I, I see that. It's possible. That shit has been kicking my ass. It's super intense. And I, th- like, I thought that the cardio that I've been doing, doing hit and stuff and running was intense. No fucking classes, bro. Like, my body wasn't good for shit. I, could, I was walking... Like it was a stick in my ass. For yeah, you sure. like that anyway. So. All right, I don't. Fuck you. <laughs> See, this nigga thought he, he said he was gonna be a better person, but he's still a trash. I man. mean, those facts though. No, I, I don't walk like it's, I have a stick up my big ass. Facts. All right, big where facts. baby girl at? Which one? Anyways, nah. Like, y'all hear that? Nah. I told y'all to stay. Nah. I told y'all to stay away. Which nigga. one? The uh, fuck? Yeah. Which one? Period. Oh, okay. Cool. Hmm. hmm. Now. <clears throat> like I was saying Before this hoe interrupted me <laughs> <laughs> Working out of school um, Getting I'm really really excited I have two more kind of trips coming up I'm just going to Kalamazoo I know if y'all not from Michigan I don't know what the fuck that is But it's another town That's like two and a half hours away My best friend lives there I'm going to go see her Super excited about that We're going to party for Halloween With the college kids Because there's a university up there and we're going to do hood rest stuff and party like it's essentially is, uh, 2008. Huh? What weekend is y'all homecoming? Ooh, for CMU? Yeah. I have no idea. Okay. I think I'm going to go up there for... S- wait, I think it was welcome. I think it was homecoming every time I'm going up there. Damn. Wow, my memory is really bad. I guess we're not going because I don't remember. Um. So, uh, but we are going to party for Halloween. <laughs> you know? Um. So, I'm excited to do that. We're going to go to the side of me and do a whole bunch of old ass shit. Um... Check out her 
YouTube channel. I'm going to link that somewhere, maybe in our description or something like that. My best friend, Nicole, has a YouTube channel and she's posting again. So I want you guys to check that out. So it's like mini shout out there. But um, and then I'm also planning. I finally have all my stuff together for my trip to London. I'm really excited about that. I'm going to London to, you know, explore and see and just travel. So I'm really excited. I'm going in November for a week um, from the 4th to the 11th. Trying to, going to try to get an episode out to you guys before that and maybe pre-record. Well, we'll figure something out. It depends on Hendrix because y'all know how he is. But all of that good stuff. So I'm really excited. You know, traveling is like, I guess, one thing I'm really passionate about. I'm also trying. Oh, that also brings me to the idea that I'm trying to get my YouTube channel off the ground. If I can just stop buying all the wrong equipment and um, figure out what the fuck exactly I need. And Hendrix isn't helping me um, like he's supposed to. So um, <laughs> but if I get the stuff before, <laughs> check that out. Um, I already started my page. There's a hundred videos on there. So if you decide to pre-subscribe. <laughs> It's a life and times of Casey on YouTube. Gonna probably put up a video probably in the next week or so. So you ain't even use none of the names that I came up with. Okay, so. but if you treated me better, maybe I would have. Okay. Um, and then I'm also gonna be doing uh travel vlogs while I'm in London as well. If that's something that interests you. So that's kind of gonna be getting my channel off the ground. I'll probably pub more next week when I'll actually have my first video up. But anyways, Hendrix, what's going on with you? How's um, life? I don't know. I kind of went through a little bout this week. Cause, of what? Um, We'll talk about it more later. But uh, it relates okay. to our topic this week. Other than that, man, I'm, I'm chilling, man. I'm trying not to, you know, freeze, really. Because I got, like, rained on the other day, and my body did not recover at all. Like a wet dog? Yeah, li- no, I'm s- literally, I had to change my uniform. Like, my shit was, like, soaked. And my body did not recover. I felt sick. I still kind of feel sick now. But, um, yeah, the weather change is not good Are for me. Are you talking about the sickness reality. you were trying to blame on me? No, not, no. The, the shit today, yeah, you fucking made me have an allergy attack and spasm and shit. Talking to this nigga, period, leads to fucking bodily harm. But, Why uh, are you decide to be a hood rat <laughs> Instagram girl? <laughs> That's a period. Because you played that fucking uh, interlude and shit, so that uh, that just brought it to the forefront. Um, yeah, and I'm just chilling, enjoying all this good content and music and podcast. To this yes, speaking and, uh, of music, let's just get right into that. Actually, uh, okay. Wait, I'm sorry. Are yeah. you doing so much of life? I don't have a life, so yeah. How's dating? How's the host? Hi, baby girl. Good? All right, cool. So, getting into music, let's me um, stand mm-hmm. firmly in my standship for... What are you standing for? My new love. Oh. Uh, black. Didn't we talk about this on the last podcast? No, I don't think it was out yet. Um, okay. It wasn't, I don't think. I don't know. She still loves this nigga, basically. But I love him. But I actually got my heart broken because I went on like a stand, a Strava stands, and <laughs> I started watching like all his interviews and all his music videos and stuff. And he has a girlfriend. 
and he want to marry her, but he's still dealing with emotional baggage from his uh, baby mama. So that broke my heart, but I guess I'll just stand from a distance. I had this conversation with my uh, sister about how you kind of like, even though you love an artist and they might be attractive and you can like crush on them, it kind of does take off. I guess I can understand why a lot of, uh, well, I, I don't think they do it as much anymore, but back in the day, like if you were supposed to be like a heartthrob or something, they didn't want people to notice you were in a relationship. Because it kind of take away from the aesthetic. And it's kind of like that. Because she was like, she's a really big fan of J. Cole. Oh, also went to the J. Cole concert. But I'll talk about that in a minute. So, um, she's a really big fan of J. Cole. And, you know, he's married now. So, she's kind of like, you know, I kind of don't feel as good looking at him like that. Because it's just like, this nigga is married with kids. You kind of just like take away a little bit of pill. You almost feel bad. Or maybe it's just us with our morals. Because I guess most bitches don't care. But yeah. um, I mean, I guess we had a, a similar situation, a little bit more locally related to the podcast. You know, we went through stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, I understand that you yeah. kind of don't want people to know certain things about certain people. Yeah. So it was just kind of like I don't know. Like it kind of it hurt me. I was like, oh, he has a girlfriend. He did an interview. If you are a black fan and you're interested in like knowing more about his personality or anything like that, he had an interview with Joe Budden on Pull Up. It's like an hour and 45 minute interview that I watched the whole fucking thing. I said, like, you really kind of have to be a fan to sit there that long to watch that shit. But I did. I was at work. I wasn't doing shit. So um, I watched that one. I watched the one he did when he went to Sway. He went to another radio station. I watched all of them. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a little psychotic. Not like overly psychotic, but it's a little bit. Yeah, bit. it was like he only went to like, like three or four because he actually he didn't do any interviews with his first album, so this was actually a big deal because he this is like some of the first interviews he's ever done. Um, so oh yeah, he was on Everyday Struggle and was some other another wow. one he did. That's still the thing. It is, yeah. which I did not know. It's it's still the girl in academics and then some other new guy. Yeah, they went through about three of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's okay. what I was saying. Oh, well. Last time they took their break, uh, they had fired the Joe Budden replacement. So I didn't know they were back. Like you don't see the videos posted and shit like you used to. Oh, I see. I didn't. I didn't even know that they had came back after uh, Joe Budden. When I saw it, I was like, "Wait, is this old?" And I'm like, "Oh no, it's not. This is no." Nah, yeah, they definitely came back. It it wasn't. It wasn't it. It don't pop like it, it did with Joe Budden. It. But it I mean, it. he was the name, the grabber, I guess, or whatever. But anyway, so. Um, speaking of which, Black Album is amazing, fucking amazing, holy Santa Claus shit. It's so great. <laughs> now listen, I don't know if y'all are, he's not a very, it's crazy because he's a kind of a smaller artist. He hasn't really blew up, blew up, I don't think, but he's doing well. So it's kind of a conundrum where I guess like, he's not like a mega star by any means, but. No. Okay, I guess you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's yeah. not a megastar by any means, but his music is is good. His first album was really good. He's a, a rapper turned singer. Um, Actually, he started out as a battle rapper. And um, kind of, you just really wanted to make make your presence known. I really wanted to drink something, but okay. uh, my cup is empty. <laughs> wow, you should probably... Never mind. Um, so no, you should probably stop drinking my fucking shit. I didn't drink shit. Do you have any proof? <laughs> no, it's gone because you drunk it, Mm-mm. fucker. Yeah, I mean, Black Black's album was definitely 
It's definitely good. Man, and um It's a good project. Not that I want to sit here and analyze it, even though I could definitely do a whole episode about it. I think that his features was great. The song with him and J. Cole, I absolutely fucking love. Like love, love, love. Like I, every time it comes on. And I listen to this album every time I listen to it in the entirety from the beginning to end. Yeah, that's a little much. Shut up. No, I'm just saying. Like, I, But I every time I... I listen to J. Cole, the song with him and J. Cole, I play it back to back about a good five times. Yes, all insane. Yeah, that is definitely. But it's a great song. I would have shot you some bail for the like, okay, I listen to it, you know, front the, you know, all the Sorry. way through. But I'm just being honest. It's a really good song. Um, I was happy that Future didn't Future on the song, and I was happy that uh, it was some of the song he did with somebody else. Man, you gotta get you gotta give Future some credit, man. What's that nigga name? He did a song with Offset too, and somebody was saying that I think it was. It might have been Joe Button or something. He was saying like he felt like he got everybody to come to his, to step into his box instead of them doing their thing on his shit. Yeah. He had everybody come on his like play on my field. You know what I'm saying? And I and I and I, it sounds really good. It came out really great. It's a great album from beginning to end. I would check it out if you're into that kind of thing. Went to the J Cole concert. That was my first J Cole concert. Also my first Young Thug. Performance and first Jaden Smith performance. That nigga's amazing. Who? Oh. Jaden Smith. Okay. Yes. I soft stand for Jaden Smith. <laughs> he might be right under black. I don't say he might be above black now because at least he might be. No, he's not single either. But I thought he was. Uh, uh, and he dated one of them white young white girls. Nah. They broke up. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, uh, whatever. Uh, he don't like black girls anyway, probably. So no matter. But um. Uh. He put on a really good show. I was actually kind of sad. I mean, obviously, I know the Young Thug is a bigger rapper than Jaden Smith. But so he performs first, like almost first. I think it was one local artist that opened up for him. And then it was Jaden and then Young Thug and then J. Cole. But J. Cole put on an amazing fucking show. He actually, which you'll find out listening later, is that he kind of motivated me. Him and Black actually together. Both kind of motivated the topic for this week so all good things all good things um, i'm trying to think what else oh who else dropped music oh logic dropped music <laughs> little wayne drop okay <laughs> explain the giggle look man i understand i i do i understand logic i i do, do i really logic? i really do <laughs> i really do but i mean you just gotta understand the landscape. Like the rapidy rap niggas is not like that's not what it is right now. Well, what about J Cole and Kendrick? Those are rapidy rap niggas. No, cause it's, they actually make like conceptual pieces. Okay. Logic just raps. Like, hey, I can rap. Like, okay, Logic, good talk. Like, I'm about to listen to this Lil Wayne right quick because you okay. on some bullshit. But yeah, no, I get it. Like, I, but I'm I just. I don't know. Um, and it's, it's like the same material. Like we get it. We get You're it. A You're fucking mixed. mutt. Like okay. Okay, There's now plenty I of people. now Jesus I can say Christ. I felt I had that feeling about the last Logic album cuz I had that on my phone and I still have never listened to it. Um except for the stuff that shuffles and it's like kind of like yikes. Yeah, he His, missed me with that 1-800 song. Like I'm I'm good on logic like i will listen to it because we have to listen to music to discuss it but 
it didn't it didn't stick. I didn't listen to it at all, to be honest. Sorry. It wasn't a repeat. Oh yeah, we gonna put Logic on repeat? No. His like I said, that is his last album was very felt very preachy to me, so I did not like it. Um, it was a lot of. My like my dad's black. <laughs> my mom was white and racist, and I have anxiety. And I'm not saying anything negative about it because I'm fucked up too. But I'm just saying like it was just kind of just like make it entertaining. My nigga, that's very, all. It got very um, make it entertaining. Make your story entertaining. Um, yeah. I don't need. 82 bars. I just need, but that's the thing. I need your gimmick. Oh, I don't want to say gimmick because that's actually who he is. I need your, who you are as a person not to be the gimmick behind your whole music. That's like, I don't even know. That's like Eminem, all his songs being about, I'm a white rapper. And it's just like, we already know that. And we just want to know what else you have to say. And um, that's kind of like how his thing is. Like, all his songs is like, I'm mixed. My mama racist. My daddy black. I got anxiety. I divorced my wife. Bars. I don't know. Um, I haven't. And that's and this is me critique in my critiques to his last album because actually I will let y'all honestly know I'm I have pretty not. Pretty sure Ken and Brass would cuss me out. I don't give a fuck. I have man. never heard okay. a single track on the new album, but. And also to add this, which is why I'm about to turn it over to Hendrix, I have also not listened to any of Lil Wayne's album. So I've seen a lot of people comparing the two. I mean, just because they came out at the same time. Um, from what I from from the consistency I've been getting, a lot of people have either well, most people don't listen to Logic, so it's having the only people <laughs> I've seen talking about it was like hip hop heads. Um. But as far as Lil Wayne, even from that, even from the hood niggas, the Lil Wayne is the best rapper alive niggas, it's been a definite uh, hit or miss. Everyone has either really, really loved Lil Wayne's album, like that shit is fire, he going in, or it's been that shit trash, throw it away. But I feel like we definitely live in a either or time anyway with music. People are either like, yeah, no. that's dope, or no, that shit trash i mean pretty much with everything so i mean you kind of guess everything you kind of just have to listen to it and take it how you want and see if it's something that you want to listen to I, like i said i haven't listened to little wayne album but i've never been the type of person to check for little wayne and i think it's because i'm a jay-z fan sorry that's petty but i have never checked for little wayne like i said the first album and the only album i ever bought a little wayne was i am not a human being it was the worst piece of shit i ever brought that shit is a sensory oh, poster yeah, you did say that on uh yes now with the king uh, yes. episode 12 well now yes shameless plug um but yeah for sure that was the only little wayne album i ever brought in and it could it couldn't say it could have stayed wherever the fuck i bought it it was a horrible. It was a. Co- it's like I say, I still have it in my car, and I wish that I didn't. So. All right, quick sidebar. So yeah. I went to uh, Best Buy today, looking for my uh, looking for a phone case, mm-hmm. and that no CD shit is crazy. That is. They that really is, don't sell CDs. On they there? don't sell Wait, CDs. Wait, nobody sells CDs anymore. No, just Best, Best Buy just stopped selling CDs. Oh, but it's the electronics. So it kind of makes sense, I guess. I mean, well, shit, we don't. Nobody Most people don't CDs have anymore. CDs. Like, if you have a, you know, your car, don't have a CD player. Car, my, my car, do I got an old car, though? 
Not that. Oh, all right. But um, on to Little Wayne. Um. Yes, you can dive into that. I, I mean, it was better than expected. Okay. Uh, a couple. He of looks the, disgusting, personally. A couple of the tracks, uh, they do sound a little dated. Definitely some dated material in there, but that's to be expected. He didn't overdo it with the dated material. I mean, the album was supposed to come out like five years ago. So, you know, this is just like a culmination of the shit that he's been doing for the last five years. So, you know, we get it. It's a, it's a couple of good tracks on there. I mean, the, uh, the uproar shit is going to be the single. That shit is going to be everywhere. What single is it? Who? That's the uh, Swiss Beat song with the special delivery sample. That shit is going to be everywhere. Okay. I'm going to listen to it. Single. I'm going to listen to it. That, it. that one is the one for me. <clears throat> for me. But, um, yeah, it's like a, the consensus is, and I, I I agree with it. It's about three out of five, three and a half out of five. Okay. It ain't spectacular, but it's better than we expected because we were expecting something else. Like, he goes in. He he does Lil Wayne shit. He has the R&B records and shit. A lot of them sound like Drake throwaways, but, you know, <laughs> one particular song called Mess that sounds exactly like a Drake song that was supposed to go on Scorpion that he said, here you go, Wayne. You can have it. Um, but, yeah, he had, his features are very interesting. He has uh, Snoop, he has Regenay, he has Nivea. Um, I'm hyped for the Nivea feature. It was The Regenay feature was actually way better than the Nivea feature. Well, the only reason I said it is because Nivea, her thing has been going around. Have you seen the interview that she did with BET? I kind of made fun of it a little bit. Oh, no. You're I mean, an asshole. I mean, look, man. A lot of people, God. But see, all right, see, this is the thing. And yeah, that's my Lil Wayne album review. Sorry. Here's the thing about the Navy interview. Okay. But yeah, please (laughs) let me talk about this because I I have something. The kind of like, you know what I'm saying? That that blaming everybody else for like. But she didn't really blame anybody else. I mean, but she, oh yeah, my career. And then I had these kids. Like, it's plenty of artists that don't have kids. But that's not really what she was saying about. Her, I feel like she definitely made it clear. I don't know if you watched the whole fifteen minute interview. Okay, um, I mean you're also male, so that makes your opinion almost extremely biased. Yes. Um, so I really will say that from what I saw watching it, she definitely was like, I wanted to do the mom thing, like, cause she's like, first of all, the way that my career was going, like. Black people was never fucking with me. Like, she was like, I was never doing the numbers for real that they felt like I should have been doing. Like, yeah, she signed to the wrong label. And that, and that, and a lot of artists make that mistake. <laughs> but it's like, she did that, and then she also then popped all them kids. And she was like, I want to do the mom thing. And right. just like, you know what I'm saying? So she was like, and she was saying, like, I respect them niggas. Like, them niggas was going out and getting it. And da, 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 da. like, Shane dragged them. Shane said they was bad daddy. Shane said they ain't helped their kids. But she was like, I wanted to do the mom thing. I wanted to be there for everything. That is a huge sacrifice. I think feel like men a lot of times do not understand the sacrifice that comes with um, deciding that I don't want to miss the first steps. I don't want to miss the first word. I don't want to miss all of this stuff that guys miss all the time. Like I said, I was watching the black interviews and he was saying that because he has a daughter. Right. And he was saying like, 
it is hard to be away from her and all this stuff like that. But I have, I did miss the first time she ever had solid food. I did miss her first steps. I did miss her talking for the first time. I did miss all this stuff because I can't be with her all the time because I have to go get it. You know, I have to go get the bag. I have to make, I'm like, I'm also showing her. Yes. Not even just to provide for her financially, but also to go out and get it. You know what I'm saying? Like follow your dreams, follow your heart, do this, do that. So it's kind of like a sacrifice I have to make. And it's also a sacrifice that women tend to make for their kids. Like, I don't want to miss that. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. In the same way. Where a man is like, okay, that's the thing. We, as women, we have it in us to be nurturing. So you want to be there for all of that stuff. You want to be a facilitator for all of that stuff. Okay, let's walk. Okay, get your potty trained. Okay, do all of this stuff. Whereas a man is like, his instinct, if he's a real man, no offense, actually all offense, is to provide. And if you're in a f- position to provide, you're like, okay, baby is going to understand if I am making sure she don't ever want for anything and making sure she provide. Yes, I know she don't miss me, but I'm going to make the moments that we have together special. I'm going to make sure by any means she don't want for anything physically, emotionally, financially. No. Right. So I feel like that's the difference between men and female dynamic. I didn't feel any kind of way. I don't even feel like she was whining. She was just saying like, okay, now my kids are old enough for me to try to get back out there. Whether she's successful or not, I'm not touching that because it's, it's not my place to decide where some, what someone does. No, I mean, she can, she can do it. I mean, and yes, and she can sing. She can. She has a beautiful voice. I do feel like it's just... Depend on, you know, the timing and, you know, culture and where we are musically. If she can keep up with that, she'll be fine. But it's a lot of artists. Artists that can sing, oh, the Kiki Wise of the world, that will never reach the success in which you would think they would based off their talent. It's a lot of people that are way more talented than their success shows. And it's... it's that it's wasn't really even my thought pattern. I was thinking way lower than that. What? Countess Vaughn. That is the floor. I don't even know if that bitch can sing anymore because that whatever that shit she released, it's like, what is she doing? That is the floor. So I, I, I pray that that is not uh, the outcome for that. I mean, the one thing about Kiki Wyatt, and, um, not Kiki Wyatt, the one thing about Nivea at the end of the day is that she at least she has the, she's not poor. I'm sorry. Hmm. The reason I said it is because at the end of the day, her baby daddy's a still dream. <laughs> Little Wayne. <laughs> Sorry again, don't care. Um, so um, it's not like she doing this as a means to an end. In the same way, somebody else might be. I don't give a fuck. Sue me, fucking sue me. But I really was annoyed, y'all know. Yeah. But my issue with the comments about how people were just like, "Oh, nobody told you to have those kids," and those kids and asked me, and like. She wasn't like she said anything about him. She literally was just saying that she wanted to be with her kids, and I mean, they was saying, and it was, and it was talking about all the like, oh, those men, like men are like, it's something that really rubs me the wrong way about the way women shame other women for stupid shit. Like, we get it. Yes, I have to bear those children, but it's still your motherfucking nut that made this a baby. And at the end of the day, why are, do we not hold men accountable? Why do we make it so easy? Like, oh, I mean, well, they could leave if they want to. Why do we make that socially acceptable for them to get the fuck on? Like, no, no one's saying you have to be with them and get married. But why have we made it so socially acceptable for a man to just be like, 
all right, I'm about to skate because, you know, I'm really not down with this baby shit. But you was down with the shooting at the club shit, though. So it's just kind of like, that shit is really unfair. Because there was a lot of people that's like, oh, well, you shouldn't have had those kids. And it was like, she was married to Dream and she was engaged to Lil Wayne twice. Yeah. So it was just like, you act like she was just having kids with random ass niggas, which when your mama, sister, daddy, cousin, oh, uncle, probably your Jesus dirty pussy Christ. ass got kids with everybody up from around the block. Jesus Christ. They never met the damn kids. And you talking about her and she had baby by her fiance and her husband. You need to chill. Y'all got y'all got way too many dicks under your belt to be talking about what the fuck she doing with her rich ass baby fathers. So chill. No, I regret talking about the features on Lil Wayne's album. That just led us on a whole little tangent. I'm sorry. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna talk about it anyway. So all in all, yeah, we're praying that this Lisa uh, Nivea's come back i hope she the, has found success or something maybe she can act or something she's so country maybe <laughs> she can act or or um write she's a writer maybe she can you know do some join a writing team or something maybe because i don't know she might be too old and too fat to sing i don't know but at the end of the day Jesus Christ. i'm just being honest because wow. other people doing that too like she's so fat the bitch should have four kids and she's grown as hell she's older than little wayne i think yeah little wayne is not that terribly old no, he's like 35 or something like that. I think she's 38. Yeah, it's like a three-year gap between him and Drake and, like, Nicki. Like, they're all around the same age, even though Wayne is, like, the ambassador of Young Money. Like, he's the the, the founder, the forefather. Um, so, let's get into a couple lighthearted um, Six-Side World stories. Oh, lighthearted. Okay, let's hear that. Um, Little Yachty. Is set to star in How High 2, which oh, will premiere on MTV in 2019. Um, basically, his character's name is Roger, and he's going to, he's an entrepreneur that's going to be the brother of one of the original characters. I don't know who, because he don't look like neither one of them, but, you know, it is what it is. So, I mean, it's one of those movies that we kind of never really wanted a sequel to. Because mm-hmm. we wanted, we didn't want it to get, be fucked up, but it's gonna get fucked up officially. So yeah, we we got to stay tuned for that. Um, in fashion, Michael Kors agreed to buy Versace for two billion dollars. You know, Michael Kors is like the Arby's of fashion. Like I don't understand how the fuck Michael Kors has all this money. I really don't. <laughs> Really don't like they just buy up all these fucking companies and shit like that. It's crazy. Yeah, what did they just? Oh no, it's something. I'm thinking about something else. They bought something last year. I forgot what it was. Okay. Um, speaking on the um, on that note, that same note, uh, the co-founders of Instagram are actually leaving the company, and I find this interesting because this is like the second time that somebody. Under my lot, they're the same age, my bad. Somebody who has been bought out by Facebook has actually left their companies afterwards. Like, the people from WhatsApp, they left the company afterwards. Who bought WhatsApp? Facebook. Oh, I had WhatsApp. Yeah, Facebook bought WhatsApp and Instagram. Um, oh, damn. Yeah, they, bought, they were bought out for $1 billion in 2012 by Facebook. And they said they're working on... The co-founders are working on a uh, their next move, pretty much. So 
That should be interesting. I want to see if they leave uh, that relationship with Mark Zuckerberg alone. Because we don't need like him to have control of anything else he when it comes to social media. Because it is way too ridiculous right now. Yeah, Facebook is linked to everything. That's literally like your whole life. Yeah, and they just had a fucking data breach the other day. 50 million um, profiles again. So it's always encouraging to... You know, that bullshit. Um, I guess we can get into a little bit more heavy stuff right now. Uh, Suge Knight, um, got sentenced this week to twenty eight years in prison for murder, um, voluntary manslaughter. He was facing life in prison, but uh, Suge is on the older side anyway. So, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Not really, because he murdered somebody in broad daylight, but, you know, he took a plea deal. He got 28 years, and, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of the theme of this week. Like, good riddance. I don't give a fuck about people breaking the law and having to go to jail for it. Sorry. Sorry. What are we talking about? Shook Knight. Oh, yeah. It's about time. Somebody was saying that all the shit that he did, and he just going to jail. Oh, that can be said about a lot of people. I say yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, if you want to touch on that, you can go ahead and lead that discussion. Okay, all right, here we go. So, everyone's favorite dad, <laughs> whatever, Cliff Huxtable, which I, I mean, according to y'all niggas, aka Pudding Pops, aka Bill, Mr. Cosby, aka nine one six seven four three four eight seven seven zero. You just make that up. Yeah, I think I'm missing like two more numbers. All right, so <laughs> Bill Cosby finally went down for uh, raping all them women and shit. And um, I mean, who's mad? Now you know how we get down here at the Two AM Podcast, the Two Awkward Millennials Podcast. Y'all know how we get down. We uh, we don't support rape culture of any kind. We don't facilitate the bullshit. I don't facilitate the bullshit about the. Association Hinder doesn't either because he wouldn't be sitting here in my fucking house. <laughs> so, <sighs> let me just get comfortable. So, I'm not going to take too much of your time with this bullshit, but I just want to let y'all know that yes, the nigga went down for rape because he is a rapist. He admitted to raping people, he admitted to drugging women with uh, quaaludes and uh, having sex with them. So, Pretty much said what he was uh, charged with and all of those good stuff, and it is what it is. But with anything, with the age of social media, we have the internet and all of this stuff, and people are able to speak when they should just shut the fuck up. Well, Harvey Weinstein. And that's pretty much what happened. Thank you, Hendrix. Um, People decided that they wanted to compare apples to other apples and at the end of the day even though we're all apples some of us just got different shit going on you know apples can be green red yellow all of this shit like that and they might not all be treated the same some of them bitches is bitter where am I going with this <laughs> that's a very good question fuck the whole apple example all I'm saying is look people was making it seem like we have to compare crimes right so it's like just because 
Bill Cosby is a rapist, like a whole ass rapist, right? And you have, uh, what is it? Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. There we go. That motherfucker that was touching bitches and taking advantage of them and stuff like that. Raping hoes, whatever the fuck he was doing. Was he actually raping people? It was just sexual harassment. Not not just sexual harassment. Sorry, I don't want to sound like that. But look, man, both them niggas nasty. They all nasty. Okay, thanks, thank you, Hendrix. They're all just nasty ass niggas. Yes, some people go to jail and some people don't. But that's with anything. It's the same reason why y'all okay shouting to Free Ray Ray or whoever the fuck the case may be when he is indeed a criminal. Y'all defending Bill Cosby in that same way. Y'all feel like he's family for some reason, I guess, or. Whatever the case may be. A lot of people are defending him because he's black. And it's just kind of like, does that really excuse a crime, though? Bill's too old to go to jail. No, the, no, the fuck, fuck he ain't. Not, he need to go right? to jail. Yes, that. He didn't even need to collect $200. He don't pass go. He didn't take his ass straight to fucking jail because that nigga's a criminal. It doesn't matter. Fuck all of the other stuff. Because, first of all, you have to understand sexual assault. You have to understand being a victim, what that means, what that does to you psychologically. However long it takes you to process that. Most people never say anything. People wait 10, 17, 18 years. So why the fuck are people so consumed and so concerned with how long it took for the story to come out? First of all, broke ass niggas. He was never buying NBC. I'm so tired of that narrative because a nigga could never, ever, 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 ever afford it. Just because a nigga got more money than you don't mean he has enough money to afford a network, a billion dollar network. People still on it? People are still saying that this is a ploy for him because he was trying to buy NBC as if he ever had enough money to. If y'all really want to know the real, first of all, it takes a quick Google search, but since your fingers are fucking broken, I would just tell y'all that it was a group of people considering purchasing NBC, a group. Bill Cosby was in this group, but even as a group, guess who didn't have enough money? All of them niggas. None of them did. Even together. Nobody, they never even got close. This shit was barely in talks. For them to purchase that shit. Yeah. Oprah has way more money than Bill Cosby. And she couldn't even purchase a fucking network. You know what she did? Started her own. Because it was cheaper. Her own. Ha. Huh, you see what I did there? <laughs> oh my God. Look at that. Shit. Yeah. God. You you seeing how much it's worth? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So the fact that y'all ever thought, even at his prime, he could never afford that shit. Yeah, I gotta go to like Bezos or something yeah. like that. Yes. He's like one of the like old niggas or some shit. <laughs> so... Sorry, sorry. It was never happening. So if y'all thought that was a good narrative to follow, that was ignorant. It's fuck you. You're dumb. Sorry. I found out another uh, conspiracy theory. What was the other one? So apparently Bill Cosby owns land in Massachusetts, which was going to be used for a pipeline um, from, I think it was like, it was some weird distance, but yeah, it was supposed to be a pipeline and he was unwilling to give up his property so the pipeline could be built. So they sent him to jail. Okay. I don't have time for that kind of ignorance to even address that. Okay, listen. The nigga went to jail, plain and simple. I'm about to go down a rabbit hole. The nigga went to jail, plain and simple, because he raped bitches. And um, that's wrong, if you didn't know. So, just so it's easy. Some criminals are tried. Some criminals aren't. People get off every day. People go to jail every day. We don't need to compare all oh, the black people with the white people because y'all friend and colleague motherfucker R. Kelly is still walking the streets and he's been pissing on bitches for a long time. A long, long time. He was fucking Aaliyah and talking about age and number to number in the same breath and no one cares. No one wants to bat an eyelash but y'all talking about, oh, what about the honey? Look, 
at that look, we one for one, okay? That nigga out, OJ was out, okay? <laughs> look, okay? I'm telling y'all. So, at the end of the day, y'all just gonna have to shut the fuck up, personally, because I don't care. Um, it's kind of just exhausting, and it's sad. I, it brings me back to the whole ideology that I know I mentioned before on this show, that it just seems like... Black people, we we pick and choose. And I'm not talking about all of y'all because, I mean, all of y'all not stupid because I wouldn't talk to y'all. I wouldn't have no friends. But we definitely pick and choose a lot in in a very biased way that I just find extremely fucked up. Are you saying black people are pick-me's? In a lot of ways, they are. Okay. Okay. But I'm, I'm saying because in the same way that they're like, but, but... I don't get it because he is, he, it's because he was buying NBC or it's because he's black or it's because this or because that. Or even when you say it over and over again, like, no, it's not for any of those reasons. It's because he's a fucking rapist. It's the same way we be trying to explain to white people over and over again the reason people are fucking kneeling. And it's like, no, y'all not kneeling because of the reason that you just explained to me for 10 hours. Y'all kneeling because of the reason I say so. And I don't like that. Yeah, see, look. I've, I had this conversation with an older gentleman that I work with, and he was kind of like, oh, man, they did feel bold. And he was going through the typical nigga shit. I'm like, look, you have to understand that Bill Cosby had an opportunity to admit his guilt based off the evidence, and none of this shit would happen. But he was so prideful. He thought he was because gonna get off. He thought he was invincible. Oh, I'm Bill Cosby. You know, ain't shit gonna happen to me. Yeah, cool, cool story, bro. And they, and they made an example out of him. And at the end of the day, it's it, it, oh, oh. I have I another. I have another way to take that as well. I forgot another small point that I wanted to just mention briefly. Y'all love defending Bill Cosby, and he not checking fun of y'all. That nigga. I remember. I've never really been really sipping a Kool Aid on that because, like I said, I know I've mentioned on other episodes previously when we touched on the Bill Cosby topic is that I really was not caring about Cliff at all. So that shit trash. <laughs> um. I really didn't care about the Cosby show. To me, it was boring. It was a real snooze fest. And um, it was kind of before my time. I mean, it was a syndication by the time I was growing up. Was it, was it already off? What year did that shit go off? Was it I off think in the it 90s? went off in like 92. Okay, right. I was two years old. So I was still like, you know, maybe peeing on myself sometimes. At the end of the day, I wasn't, I never really was into that shit. I was watching like Full House and like shit like that. So. That was not really my cup of tea anyways. So I really wasn't checking for him. And then when I was in high school, I read one of his poems. And he was just pretty much talking about young black people and talking about how we were pretty much trash. And, like, how we, you know, shouldn't be breeding together, you know, black men and black women. And how we just create garbage and all this shit like that. So I don't even know why y'all defending him. He don't like That nigga's a coon. A, a, a fool coon. So I don't know what the fuck y'all thought. Y'all, y'all need to start judging people based off the... The content of their character than the color because uh that nigga don't don't fuck with y'all. I read somewhere but like yeah, Doctor uh, Doctor Bill Cosby was a he was a civil rights activist for over fifty. I think it was like his lawyer over. He was a civil rights activist for over fifty that years. Nigga don't even like black people. It's like all right, bro. Yeah. So keep spinning that, bro. Yeah, y'all need to get y'all need y'all need to figure it out. Oh, I, I have one more thing to okay. point out to this, and we gonna leave this. Lead us alone. So, um, fellas, my G's, mm. look, 
please, 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 please stop basing rape on how a female looks. That has nothing to do with anything. Like, oh, he was around all these beautiful black women and he didn't try that shit with any of them. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Felicia Rashad was not going for the bullshit. And Ahmad little ass wasn't going for the bullshit either, all right? He wasn't having that shit out of Bill Cosby. Like, yeah, they aren't favorable looking uh, females, I guess, if you want to be judgy and shit. But that don't matter. Like, yeah, if you want to have sex, it doesn't matter who you have sex with. You just want to have sex. You want to be, you know, viewed as powerful and shit like that. So, yeah, stop making that, oh, yeah, that bitch wasn't even cute. It, it, it really don't matter, bro. It don't. It doesn't like you don't have to be yeah. you don't have to be cute to be raped like you know like what are you trying to say like having sex you know with ugly women is like oh yeah I mean well you know she ugly so it is what it is like no nah, no nah, don't work like that and in, 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 in the day it's almost contradictory against y'all kind of nigga logic or I'm not gonna say it's just niggas but it's just logic in general because it's just like. If they're ugly, wouldn't they want to give it to you? Like, it's just like, because niggas rationalize stupid shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, that's kind of what it was. Like, oh, well, she wanted it anyway. Like, yeah. look, at, look at her. And it's just like, no. And somebody said that it was like, Bill Cosby's not exactly cute. He looked like that thing, that mushroom thing. Somebody called him a goomba. Yep. The mushroom thing from, um, from Mario. He actually kind of does look like that. So, I mean, he's not exactly attractive. Not saying that that. <laughs> oh, shit. Not saying that that's, that's why I put shit. Um, that that's any excuse, but I'm just saying, you know, let's just, oh, let's just cut it out. He he's he's a rapist. He's a he admitted to it. Like it's audio of him talking, having a conversation about this shit. Um, he has a fucking album called Spanish Fly. Let's just let it go. Like, come on, bro. But I know niggas are not, so it's fine, you know. <laughs> But I'm just saying, y'all sound ridiculous. Yep. So. So yeah, that is the sickest of this sad world for this week. Um, do we have any listening letters this week? No, nothing like that. But um, if you want to email us, you can do so by um hitting us up at s two am podcast at gmail dot com. That's the number two. Send any questions, comments, or concerns you may have to that email. We'll answer them a lot on the show or just, just right back. What the fuck is this thing going through? What's going that on? Was a, that was a nice little pause you had, bro. Yeah, because I was trying to remember the email. <laughs> I know. That's why it's funny. Man, I completely blacked the fuck out. <laughs> I was looking at you. I can't wait till we start and we get our little setup set up for our shit that we got going on, going on. So, um, what's going <laughs> So. Yeah, because I don't have that shit pulled up. So I, don't I mean, we do this every week. Um. Now it's time for Mind of Millennial, where me and Casey ask each other questions that have been on our minds all week. Casey, do you have your question? <laughs> I'm first. I mean, you don't have to be first. Okay, my uh, first question is this. Wait, why do you always have multiple questions? Okay, well, with, uh, the other two, we <laughs> you, won't be You questions. can read all of them. Just well, saying, I mean, we you can make just, me look bad. We'll just discuss them in general. Yeah, Actually, you can go first. I feel like I should do something stupid. So just, yeah. It's not. I make good questions. All right. 
So you for you, you asking about the hot dog a sandwich, nigga. So don't be talking about something that's a good. Is it? A, that's a very good question. No, is it a sandwich? Stupid, bro. It, no, it's not. It's a hot dog. It's a sandwich, fucker. Um. All right. So would you rather? Would you rather be a foot smaller or forty pounds heavier? Yeah. Yeah. A foot smaller. A foot smaller. You sure. Sure. Will that be the same weight? Yeah. I'm just what I'm saying. Are you sure? Are you sure? I mean, I'm going to be fucked up anyway, though. <laughs> like, I can either choose to be like a Oompa Loompa or, um, or fat and tall, which is not eating better. I'm, I'm just asking. So, you'd rather be, what, four, eight and a half? Yeah. Uh. I'll, I mean, it would increase my dating pool by a whole lot. Because yeah, all you niggas stop dating it. Stop growing at five, six, so... Um, I'm a little bit over. Five seven. Mm-hmm. All, I mean, the average height for a nigga is clearly five two. So, um, for eight, I can wear all the heels I want. I won't have to look when I order heels. I have to actually look and see how high the heel is and make sure it's not over four inches. So, because <laughs> um, I'm already that's six feet right there, six feet and a half. Uh, so yeah, uh, I would definitely choose to be a foot shorter. Mm-hmm. If I could be like five two, I'll be a happy. Nah, bitch. I said a foot big fella. I'm just saying. I'm saying in a general sense. I mean, I would take for uh, the fun size, like a five fun size on you hoes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't be able to talk all that tough shit, though. I still would, cause I. I know be, you still it's, would. It's cl- clearly, if I'm still be the same way, I'm be built like a fucking linebacker. So I can still say whatever the fuck I want to. I'm coming right for your knees, nigga. Right for your need. <laughs> all this shit, right That's at your funny. knees. Just saying. All right, so it's your turn to ask me. All question. right, so my question is like, did I already ask you why niggas ghost? No. Well, I'm asking you now. Um, cause I let me pre let me uh pre disclaimer this one first. So y'all already know I have a personal connection with ghosting. <clears throat> and then they did an episode on insecure about ghosting. I Felt heard that. about that. They did. You should watch it. No, um, I'm good, bro. And uh, then with somebody had asked, I think it was Angela Yee had asked on uh, Twitter, like, why do men ghost? And it was a thread. And when it happened to me, I was under the assumption that it was like this crazy, to me it was, because it had never happened to me. So when it happened to me, it was like such a bizarre thing. It was like, wow, like for someone that you, because I don't know everybody's ghosting situation. For what I was seeing in the thread, it could be something like, Oh, y'all went on a date and they just didn't call you anymore or something like that, which is still ghosting. I mean, that's kind of normal. I mean, right. But that's kind of normal. Like, I've definitely hung out with people where I've been talking to people and it's like we kind of just like drifted apart and stopped communicating. I don't know if that's the same as ghosting because if they were to call, I would still answer. I don't know if they would. But I mean, it wasn't like it was intentional. We just kind of stopped talking to each other. Mm. But the time that I was actually ghosted, we were like literally like full fledged dating. Like, full-fledged, hanging out, spending time with each other, talking on the phone, texting all day, reg- pet names, babe, all of this shit like that. And then one day, they text me, good morning. And I said, and then when I woke up and said good morning back, that was the last time I had ever heard from them. So, we literally went from, like, full-fledged, like, regular courtship to radio silence. Mm. So that's what I think of when I think of ghosting. I mean, if you was like a what, first date or a second date, because somebody was like, oh, like when they were giving reasons why they ghost, it was like, oh, maybe, you know, what vibe wasn't there on the first date, or maybe, you know, 
they didn't look good to you or maybe they said something that turned you off or maybe it's like I feel like that's all like beginning stuff like we were like seeing each other for like a couple months yeah so it was just kind of like yeah. I guess I'm so as far as I'm like what are the reasons? Because I guess I was kind of shocked because that to me when it happened, it was like such a bizarre thing. But reading that thread, it was like, damn, niggas do this all the time. It, even watching black interviews, he would say that's what he used to do. When shit would go wrong, instead of like just having a conversation and giving people that closure, he would just get the fuck on. And just they, they would just never hear from him again. He was, I would just disappear. All right. Well, for me personally, um, I think it would be a, a admittance of defeat. Like, if you're um, talking to a particular young lady and, you know, you have that, you know, that raven moment where you see into the future and you kind of think, like, I'm going to fuck this up. So, let me fuck this up now before I fuck it up when shit gets serious. So, I think that's what, for me, my mentality with ghosting would be. Because I've been in situations like that where I'm like, I think I'm gonna fuck this up. Um, but you know, like my my last relationship was like that. Like, yeah, I I, I believe I'm gonna fuck this up. Like, but I'm not gonna quit. Like, you know, maybe this is different. And no, I ended up fucking it up. So yeah, I mean, it's a lot of times it's just that that aspect of being defeated. Like you feel like you're not, you know. You're not good enough. The situation is like too complicated or something like that. Like you got, you feel like you, you know, you're not gonna make it. So you just say fuck it. Hmm. For me. Interesting. Okay. Now it was something else that I wanted to discuss because I've seen it on the internet and it actually Why? keeps bothering me. Oh no! Not oh, I don't know what you about that. No, you don't. I hope it's not that one. Okay, so it's this thing I keep saying. I, I think it's supposed to be funny. But it's ignorant because it's really frustrating. I think it's, I feel like it's very dismissive, and I know I'm probably gonna be the one people that take it something that's a joke seriously. But I'm really triggered by it because it's so stupid. The whole ironic shit of the black men don't cheat. Where the fuck did that shit come from, and who is spreading this slander? I mean, this um reverse slander. That is actually from when Twitter was actually good. That was a thing. I had that as a, a hashtag in mind. Well, it's more so. Uh, Excuse me. You, said, you have something to say, Casey? <laughs> no, okay. no, no. So ironic. It's more so. It's more so. <laughs> a thing of. It was just like to basically counteract the fact that black men cheat all the time. Yeah, the whole niggas ain't shit. Like, all right, sometimes like we good, bro. Would y'all stop just see, saying? I don't really know a time when. Because it was like that was all that was on Twitter at that moment. Like niggas ain't shit. They had examples of Twitter niggas being trash and shit. Like, well, ain't nobody got no stories about me, nigga. Black men don't cheat. Fuck out of here. I'm good. No. Wow. Nah. That's kind of actually where you got Black Boy Joy from. From Black Man Don't Cheat. Black Boy Joy is cool. Black Man Don't Cheat is a bullshit ass lie. I'm trying <laughs> to understand. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who started that shit? Because obviously people say that all the time. I know Charlamagne uses that shit a lot. Yeah, I mean, the shirts and shit, like, it's 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 a fun thing. Like, it, it's not, like, But it's kind of just one of those things that's, like, ironic because it's just, like, but y'all do all the time. Yeah, and I was like, trying to find, like, somebody had posted on this and I was like, where did this shit come from? Because it's like so much, it's so dismissive to the fact that niggas are literally always cheating. Like, 
I mean, it's just kind of like, like I said, it's to kind of counteract the, the facts. Like, hey, they ain't cheat today. All right, black men don't so cheat. Like today. <laughs> so I ain't cheat today. Today I didn't. I've like, been doing good, nigga. Black men don't cheat. So I left her house before midnight. So yesterday I was cheating, but today I'm good. So at the end of the day, black men don't cheat today. Oh, so really, to the t- ladies, the today is silent. It's after the black men don't cheat. Or like, it's more like right now. I feel like they really can at most go by the hour. So in that moment, I'm not cheating. I actually had that conversation with my um with one of the other supervisors at work. He was calling me like an assassin because, you know, I'm I'm like not out you know, I'm quiet. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, I know you got them everywhere. I'm like, nah, like they no. It ain't no stockpile. No, nah, I'm good. Maybe at a different time, like, you know, let's say five years ago. Yeah, that might have been true. Right. Five oh, years ago that might have been true, but like I don't I oh. really don't like people. Oh. I said that you Oh. Oh <laughs> Can you check the uh how long is uh how long is the recording? I don't know. Right now. So yeah. I feel like you know, it is what it is, man. Like what is it? A minute, an hour. Uh, just an hour? Uh-huh. Okay, you got 25 minutes. Let's wrap this up real quick. <laughs> you thought I was bullshitting. Nah, nigga, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, too. yeah, black man don't tweet is, I mean, black man don't cheat is fucking hilarious, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not. It's extremely hilariously it's frustrating. Because I just be like, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's literally the only thing y'all are good for. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys have something that you want to I'm not there. Oh uh, fuck. Alright, go. Continue please. Okay, Keep so let's say I wanna I just be thinking about stuff that I had I experienced through the week and stuff that bothered me and triggered me and so I was like, Oh, we should just talk about it. <laughs> Why? Um <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even sound like a good idea at all. Okay. So I don't know if we talked about this on the show before. We probably have touched on it. I am not sure. But the f- one of the best, you know, social media debates came oh, no. to the forefront um, the other day. Oh, and You can handle this. Turn my mic off. This, stop playing, nigga. <laughs> this girl had posted a joking meme about um, the l- true love and... Your children. <laughs> she said, I could have more kids. I can't remember exactly what it said. It said something along the lines of like, um, I could have more children, but I can't find true love again or some shit. It was something like that, but it was very jokely, like, fuck them kids. I can't remember what it was, um, the exact meme, but the shit was actually fucking hilarious, personally. But she was clearly joking. I mean, I hope. Hope she was clearly okay. Um, I, had, I had this conversation in the shower after we got off the phone earlier. Cause I with yourself, you, nigga? Yeah, I mean, I was just trying to map out what I was going to say because I know you was going to ask this shit. That was a potential topic for this week, but... Yes. Yeah. I mean, we might one day explore no, in no. more detail, maybe with some people with children, because maybe this is not our place. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. What are you going to do? Check me? Okay. Now, um, Hendrix, what do you think? So, who comes first and why do you think that honestly i don't know because 
I feel like it's one of those things where unless you're put in that situation, you really can't answer that shit like wholeheartedly. Like, yeah, I understand when you find your mate, your wife, your soulmate or whatever, you feel like, you know, that's everlasting, that's worth a lifetime. I get that. That's cool. But at the same time, like, this is your offspring. It became, it came from you and your soulmate. So, I don't know. Look, all right. This was the the answer I came up with in the shower. <laughs> I'm going to go with true love because kids are very unpredictable. Replaceable. More nuts. More <laughs> eggs. Oh, my God. I'm no, sorry. I'm not that. I didn't go that far because that's not always the case. Firms. All right, but that's not always the case. Well, somebody got them. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I don't know. You might pick, you know, the kid and the kid grow up to be trash like you know at least you know what you're getting with the true love like that's already a developed person like you know what their personality is and shit like that like yeah it is what it is so i'm gonna go with true love in that situation like if it's a child like a newborn that's how i looked at it like okay your your wife's on the you know on the gurney and you have to save her or save your newborn child and I'm gonna save her so we can have another one. Sorry. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I took a um, I took an ethical class, an ethics class, in um, college, and we used to have questions like that, like where it was like, okay, if you are like your wife is pregnant and she is gonna die if she has the baby. All right. And it's like, what do you do? And um, it's kind of one of those things. Well, not thinking about it, it's kind of, it's not hard. Because if you save a kid, you have to find somebody else to have more kids with. If you save your wife, you just have more kids with your wife. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so many people, I mean, I think when the way, the way it was, with us, it was actually turned into an abortion question. Okay. And you know how, you know. Conservatives are ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, you know, you had that whole issue. But, I mean, thinking about it like that, you know, the trolley problem kind of thing of if you are driving a trolley and if we make it an issue of ethics, you know, let's say. What the hell are you talking about? The trolley problem. I have no idea what you're talking about. One of the famous philosophers are, um, came up with the trolley problem. So it's like it's like you're on a trolley and you're go- on the track that you're on. You will hit five people if you keep going, but if you turn, you will only hit one. And it's like, who do you? Which way? What do you decide to do? Mm. And it's kind of exploring the idea of like, can you, you know, decide to save multiple lives and you know whatever to sacrifice one that kind of whole thing but if we split it up and say oh your wife is on or your husband is on one track and your child is on another what are you gonna do damn that's kind of hard just kill yourself i don't know um i guess (laughs) sorry (laughs) what i take from this whole thing is I think that the problem with it is that people look at it black and white and what people I feel like fail to realize is that nothing is black and white, right? Nothing is that cut and dry or that straightforward. So in reality, I think the idea, especially if you're a more religious 
that already is a thing of where obviously you have the foundation of a healthy, stable relationship, marriage specifically, and then you have children and it's like that the children benefit from the strength of that foundation within that foundation is a relationship. Right. And that's kind of where that stems from. Hmm. I'm not very religious. You guys probably have gathered. Oops. If you didn't cats out the back. Um, but I think I still, that is one of those things that I still just happen to follow yeah. and believe in. And I think it's because that's the way in the family dynamic in which I was raised, um, under, and in any in no way, shape or form do I feel like my family was perfect or that that's the only way to do things. But I do feel like if you want to maintain a strong and healthy relationship, that it is important to put back to place value in your relationship. And I feel like a lot of people fail to do that, which a lot of people get divorced. Divorce, um, divorce rates are extremely high, I guess. And, um, once your kids leave the nest, because you end up married to someone that you don't know anymore. Um, and that's why I say it's not black and white. Cause I feel like when people are saying, when people are actually saying like, put your spouse first, they're just saying make an effort because if you think about it so many times you have parents that they're just like the kids, the kids, the kids, the kids, the kids. They're not thinking let's go on the date. They're not thinking let me buy this lingerie and let me, you know, spend time with you. Let me, you know, yeah. ask you how your day is. Let me come home, make sure I kiss you. Like you're not still romantic, you know, being romantic and loving and making effort. So I really feel like when I say put them first, I really feel like it's more of just making that extra effort because you're going out of your way to make that effort. So I, but because people, I think when people think about the idea, they're thinking about it from an extreme point of view. They're thinking about, Oh, if my kid is dying or they're on their deathbed, I'm going to go out of town with my husband. It's not that fucking extreme. <laughs> like no one's saying that they're just saying, Yes, you're dating, but if you have to, want, you know, one day a week get a babysitter instead of staying home all night so y'all can go out and enjoy some alone time, that's the sacrifice they're talking about make when they say put them first. Right. They're not saying, oh, yes, if you, you know, sacrifice one's life for the other. Like, it's not that <laughs> deep. People are just being so fucking extreme. Because someone, I think I was actually arguing with somebody on Facebook about this, and they were just like, well, give me one benefit of, you know, putting your spouse before your child and it's just like a healthy, strong foundation for them to see what real love is and see how you treat somebody. Because wouldn't you want your child to grow up and eventually have someone to put them first? And it's kind of like that whole narrative because you will really make some selfish, self-centered-ass kids when they think that everything in the world revolves around them. I know people like that. Mm. My son is my king-ass niggas. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm just saying, Mm-mm. my daughter's my world ass niggas. You end up with some selfish, self centered ass kids that think that the world revolves around them, and that's not what it should be. Plain, plain and simple. But Mm-mm. I was extremely irritated <laughs> because somebody had posted that and then posted how, um, you know the child should always be first and someone was disagreeing with them and then everybody on that status decided to attack them. And so I went and played Captain Save a Hope because I thought it was wrong. I eventually ended up deleting them because I don't have that time for the type of ignorance on my timeline. And yes, maybe I am one of those people that want to live in a bubble. And I am actually one of those people that like people around me that agree with me. Sorry. 
Yeah, and the reason is. I say that, she really is. and I don't mean it, and it, and it really depends on what it is. I'm sorry. Yes. That is absolutely Excuse true. Me. And I don't even mean it in a way of like, I want everybody around me to be yes, man, and agreeable because no, you can disagree with me. But when it comes to stuff that's based off common sense. How can you say that? Or morals. Like people, when people, like people be like, oh, you know. If they're Republican or if they're conservative, like, you know, I can't judge you for your views. No, 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 no. The fuck I can. Because your <laughs> views are irrational and immoral. You being conservative and you being religious or you being fucking racist or Republican, those things are usually all the same. Oh, Jesus. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> those are those are morality issues. You're a fucked up person, you know. So it's just kind of like I am judging you, and I don't want to. I don't want to be friends with you because you're a fucked up human being in general. Like you're a fucked up person. So it's like I'm questioning your character now because you're obviously a person of questionable fucking character. Sorry, again, I don't care. That sorry is just to be politically correct. Yeah. <sighs> well, it's been it's been a while. It's been a while. Damn, so. I'm doing it again. It's been a while, so yeah, I'm doing it again. I hope I'm not isolating any of our audiences. Welcome if I back. am, then yeah, sorry. Mm, I don't care. Oh, okay. Moving on. Welcome back. Funny story. Okay. It was this guy at work um, that kept flirting with me or whatever. This white guy. Hopefully, he's not racist. Anyways. He got flirted with me, and then after like a week, he had drove by me or whatever, and he was just like, um, he walked by and he was like, um, what's your favorite kind of ice cream? And I'm just like, I'm I'm like, what? Because I really wasn't paying attention. I'm like, minding my business. And I'm like, what? And like, I'm like, well, I really like, I was like, oh, I do have a favorite kind. I really like pistachio and butter pecan. Damn, my old lady. Mm-hmm. I'm an old lady. Oh, yeah, you old as fuck. Okay, anyway. Pistachio um, is decent, but it ain't like it's so good. Flames. You got me fucked up. Not on like first, like first. No, that's that's like or Superman. Team. I think I said Superman first too. I said Superman and butter pecan, and I was like, oh, you know, what? I just had pistachio, and it's good as fuck. Um, yeah. Anyways, and so I didn't. He was like, oh, okay, and he was like, and then he was like, I just knew you were gonna say vanilla, and then walked off. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Aha, it's a swirl joke. Aha, got it. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't. It took me a minute because I'm literally like thinking about my favorite ice cream. So, fuck you. Yeah, no, I, I want some ice cream. So, I really did get ice cream after that. I think I did. Yeah. But, yeah. You, you posted the, the smash job. Yeah, did. it was great, too. Yeah, it was delicious. But, yeah, I thought that was funny. Hella creative. I'm like, okay. I wrote it down after he did it. I was like, you know what? That was creative. I have to tell everybody. Cause that was that was a good one. That was a good one. It points for you, sir. You he know. tried it. He he tried. He tried it. He tried it. All right. All right. Moving right along to the meat and potatoes, as KC calls it. The meat and potatoes, apples and bananas. You know what I mean? No. All right. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> So, like we were saying earlier, I know me and Hendrix kind of alluded to the topic for this week. I was inspired. Like I said earlier, I went to the J. Cole concert. 
<laughs> and also watching all these black interviews, I noticed something that both of these young artists had in common. And they describe the journey to where they are in a very poetic way that I definitely related to. Black talked about all the struggles that he had from being in multiple deals and multiple, you know, different places in his career to not having food to, you know, being able to provide for his child. And J. Cole talked about it at his concert. If you get the opportunity, go see him. He puts on a really good show. Um, But he talked about kind of the journey to a place where you want to be. And I don't want to say the journey to, well, yes, everybody's idea of success is different. So I'll say the journey to your version of success and what that means to you because it looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Someone's, them being successful might be attaining happiness. Someone's um, idea of success might be a certain dollar amount. Right. You know what I'm saying? A certain st- level of stability, stuff like that. So um, your journey to success is unique. And I feel like a lot of times we kind of get away from that. And so that's kind of what I was talking about. That whole idea of getting comfortable with where you are on your path to what you are becoming and where you're going. I was inspired by these men's journey. And they kind of made me reflect on everything that we've been doing individually and also together. And so I was just kind of thinking about the idea of loving yours. I don't think we live in a time where that's common with so I think social media plays a huge role in that too Mm -hmm. because we are it's so easy I do it sometimes like I said it can be anything it's not even just success like I was explaining it to Hendrix it's not even just your career it's not just it's anything you know what I'm saying like I love working out and everything like that and so sometimes I get discouraged looking at the fitness models or you know what I'm saying like and that's the thing. You see where they are now without literally growing with them and seeing the journey it took them to get there. Like, they didn't wake up and be born and have a eight-pack abs and a tight ass or, you know, whatever the case may be. Like, they didn't, they didn't, it wasn't born like that. Like, they worked for it. So all I'm seeing is the photo shoots and the Instagram pictures versus see, like, okay, what did it actually take for them to get there? And it's, we can beat ourselves up all the time thinking that we're doing something wrong or not appreciating our path to where we want to be. And so I just thought that was it's really important to kind of like see beauty in your struggle. Like Jacob said, man, what do you, what have you been? What do you think? Well, quick sidebar and backstory. Um, throughout this week, I was having like issues because um, for those of you who don't know, there's a lot of things to go on in the background of this podcast that uh, I am responsible for. So I'm very like, you know, I look around. I'm very in the community. I look around. I interact. You know what I'm saying? I make sure that certain things are, you know, set up and, you know, we're not stepping on anybody's toes and, you know, we're being very good members of the podcast community and you know what i'm saying in that same vein i have to take a step back and look at what we're doing as a you know as our own entity and what we're trying to be and where we're trying to go and a lot of times you know it gets frustrating because you don't feel like you're doing as much as you could or should be doing 
with your grind, your career, your, you know, your release, your hobby, whatever you want to call it. Like a lot of times, you know, we have these things that we hold near and dear to our hearts and it might not be, you know, flourishing as, as well as we want it to be. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a hard thing to do. Like if you're practicing, learning how to play the guitar, like it gets frustrating. I tried it. Trust me. It, it gets really frustrating because you see all these people who are like finished products mm-hmm. and you want to be there, but you are nowhere near there. So yeah, I think a, a lot of the keeping up with the Joneses mentality has been like beat into our brains. Because Especially yeah, nowadays for sure. That's mm-hmm. what we're really exposed to via social media, television, you know, radio, whatever. Yeah, everyone wants to get to the bag. Everyone's chasing the bag. Everybody, you know, trying to get, you know, the money. They want to flex or stunt on Instagram. They want to have the nicest car or the nicest place or the best things, the flyest clothes. Like, even with those materialistic things, it gets to the point where it's like, damn. The nicest hair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nicest shoes, nicest equipment. Like, it's it could be anything. And you'll shit on yourself trying to get to somewhere that's just kind of like, okay, well, first of all, you don't want to be a hater. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it could make you a hater. It definitely sometimes can. Sometimes, too. It definitely can. Like, I had to check myself a lot of times. Like, even when it comes to, like, um, like, well, now I'm like, I love plastic surgery, but like before <laughs> when I used to not like that, like, I mean, I still not going to like not respect you, but I'm still not going to be like, Oh wow. What did you do to get that when you bought it? But I'm saying like in the same way, I'm like, damn, yeah, I want my titties done. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I would get that done if I could. Cause that's a lot of people like, oh, you hating cause you can't afford it. Like, damn, am I hating cause I can't afford it? Shit. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, <clears throat> It's like the 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 classism, like it's social media classism. is definitely dominated by classism. Like it's like the haves and the have-nots. Like you know, we're a lot of times we're regular people trying our hardest not to be regular. Like mm-hmm. it's not for everybody. Everybody can't make it, and you know you just gotta understand that and be happy with what you're doing and how you're progressing. Like. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, your opinion is the only opinion that matters. And exactly. A lot of times we get skewed by what we see. Like, yeah. oh, okay, them niggas, you know, them niggas doing it big over there. Like, right. bro, I'm doing it too. Yeah, you kind of <laughs> have to get into your, like, like your, your, your spiritual bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, whatever you, whatever you choose to follow. But you always have to get in your spiritual bag and be like, you know what? What's for me is always going to be for me. And I kind of have been working to get to that point where I really, like, I tell myself that and I believe it. Like, I've been telling myself that, but I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to believe that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's getting to the point where I'm like, you know what? What's for me is for me. And it's like, at the end of the day, I need to keep working and do what the fuck I'm supposed to do. And eventually I'll get a return on the investment I'm putting in. Because your time is an investment. Right. So you'll get a return on that investment you put in, whether it's financial, your time, your energy, all of that stuff like that. Like eventually it's going to pay off. If you work hard and you know, and you're working towards something you're passionate about and you're putting your energy and you're staying motivated, you're being consistent, you're doing what you have to do. Eventually the shit will come into fruition, but what will only slow you down is if you're in a race 
not that it's a race, but if you're in a race and you didn't do nothing but looking behind you or looking ahead of you or looking in front of you, you're not going to pay attention to all the shit that you got going on. It's hurdles and all of this shit in front of you. You're going to fucking trip up looking and worried about what everybody else is doing because you're not focused on what's in front of you. Yeah. You got to follow your own path. And so we, it's so quick and easy to get caught up in other people's stuff, other people's success, other people's failures. You know what I'm saying? You don't have time to be sitting there and keep it scored. Okay, they fucked up right now. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a couple I'm a couple steps ahead of them. Damn, like he about to pass me. I see he got that going on. You can't be concerned about what other people are doing. And it's so easy to get consumed in that. Like we really honestly have to see the beauty in what we're doing. Like you can't even... Just think about, okay, well, this isn't going well. That's another thing. It's really easy to give up. Yeah. When you, and that's the conversation that me and Hendrix was having about, like, being frustrated and being like, damn, like, I really need a win. You get to a point sometimes use my in shit life. Verbatim. Damn, is that what you said? Yes, like, nigga, I need a win right now, my nigga. Damn, okay, my bad. <laughs> I didn't know you said that exactly, but. I need a win, bro. You get to the point where you need a win. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need a win right now. Because sometimes you just be down, man. Like, and you get to the point where you really just need that moment to be like, okay, things are more a sign or something. Yeah, because like, a lot of times it's like, pushing. it's literally, well, not literally, but I would say more so spiritually. It's, a lot of times it's spiritually life or death. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to a point where, like, all right, I'm going to try this. Like, if this don't work out, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Like, it is what it is. Like, but you, you know, you just gotta keep grinding. Like somebody, um, one of our listeners asked us uh, when we we're going to do a live show, and my response was, um, I don't think we are ready for that. Like, oh no, man, you guys are like, you guys are incredible. Like, you should just go ahead and do it. And I, I thought back to like the beginning. I want to say it was like episode five or six. We got a um, <clears throat> locally. We got a invite to do a live show, and we were like on the fence about it. And we made a, a conscious decision that like, yeah, no, let's let's not now because that could have been life or death for us. Like, oh yeah, we having a live show and like five people. 10 people like family and friends and shit like show up like so you have to also understand what you have you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying because you can look like okay these people doing this they doing that like all right we can do not necessarily no they they don't really work like that all the time like no like at the gym like yeah all right he got 350 up like but you max out at 215 Right. So why would you, you know what I'm saying? Why would you take that leap? Like you have to understand where you're at and you build up to getting comfortable with doing what other people are doing. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of that relates to not only career, but life, but like, even like, even like, you know, mentally and spiritually, like you have to understand that like, you're going to go through days where you don't feel the best. Yeah. But you have to also, like, understand, like, okay, you, you felt worse and you made it through. So, you know, it's okay. Deal with it. Embrace it. You know, it's part of the grind, but keep it moving. You know, make your next day your best day. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it is really easy to be negative. And so it's kind of like you have to make the decision to choose to be happy. It's a decision, first of all. And you have to choose to be positive. And you have to choose to put that work in. We don't see what people do- has done or what they had to do to get to where they are. We just see the outcome. You don't know how many times they did it and failed. You don't know how many times they tried something and it didn't work. All right. So just like you're trying and maybe you're failing or maybe it's not working. That's just right now where it's not working. I don't mean it's never going to work. And so you see any success with somebody else and you worry about, well, what did they do? I know exactly what they did. It's the same thing. I had that issue when I'm like getting ready to get back in my fitness bag and I'm like, damn, like I'm, I've been on and off deep into fitness for a long time now. And every time when I'm first getting back in it, I do this thing where I go on social media and I'm like, damn, they're doing this and that and oh, I need to buy this. Mm-hmm. I need to do this. I need to buy this. I need this waist trainer thing. I need this tea. I need to do this detox. I need to do this like water fast. I need to stop doing this. I need to buy that. And it's just like, bitch, you know exactly what the fuck you gotta do. But you worry about what the fuck they doing and get what the fuck they gonna you need to know what you you know what you gotta do to get where you wanna be. You don't have you don't need no direction from other people because that's what they gotta do. Mm-hmm. But it's so easy to just be like, damn, I need that. But when um, you really don't. I've done that so many times. Another aspect and to piggyback off what you saying, like make sure you don't compromise who you are to reach that level of success because like you said, you don't know what they did. Like there's plenty of, you know, instances where people have literally had to give up everything for success. Give up their their morals, their bodies, you know what I'm saying, their minds, you know. You got people out here like fucking robots and shit because they want to be successful. Like they're miserable now that they're successful, but they wanted it so bad at that, you know, at that moment in time. And a lot of people like overstep what they, you know what I'm saying? You you get higher than what you what you actually wanted to what you could actually handle. Yeah. Like when you move too fast, you go too far too soon. So just just take your Take your time, work at your own pace. It's like the the tourists in here. Like, yeah, okay, they got there way, you know, way quicker. But you actually finished. Yeah, and it's not even like we just being preachy to y'all because we killing this to our motherfucking selves. To be completely honest with you, yeah, this is therapy right now. This is therapeutic as fuck because you know I think especially as a creative and as someone like. With the business, this is business for us as well. It's a passion, but it's also life. It's our lives. Yeah, we sacrifice a lot for this. With our time, you Mm. know what I'm saying? Because you don't get your fucking time back. You really have to be in a space where you're ready and willing to sacrifice and do the work. Because nothing is going to come without... Nothing comes without sacrifice, honestly. It sucks. We w- we wish it was a different world. <laughs> Everything comes with some kind of sacrifice. You sacrifice your time, your energy, your body, something. Something's being sacrificed. And 
And you, and it's no such thing a lot of times of instant gratification. And if it is, sometimes that shit is cheap. Yeah. I know J. Cole was making that point. It's like, you see a time and you see somebody and it just like took off and they got all the love, all the money, all the popularity super fast. That shit is short lived. Yeah, I mean, I, I take it back to um, a post that Cardi B had uh, posted. Like, it was a couple months back and she was just talking about like how miserable she was. Like, now. Mm-hmm. It was like, but. She felt like that's what she wanted. Like, that's where she wanted. Where she is is where she wanted to be. But now that she's there, she feels miserable. Like, I had that's more fun. Those things, yeah. I had more fun when I wasn't here. Like, when I wasn't as successful or as rich or as popular. Yeah. Because it ain't, I mean, it ain't for everybody. Like I said, like, sometimes you just got to play at yeah, your Yeah, because level. a lot of times, like I said, I've been looking and doing a lot of research or whatever as far as, like, doing and getting this um, YouTube off the ground. And... Looking at a lot of like videos, people like giving you encouraging words or just like stuff like that. They were just like honest, honestly, when you're in that type of content creation in general, because regardless of how you see things, whether anything that you create, it's gonna be your baby. That's your art. So it's like in a lot of ways, your artist, visual or otherwise, right? Yeah. And just like, cause we sit here, we plan all this. We're not just. This is plans we're talking about conversations things we want to discuss topics we do work for this so as an artist you're gonna be sensitive about your shit even to a certain extent me and Hendrix don't really give a fuck but we care about our core audience and people like we want them to enjoy the show obviously but as far as like opinions you, you we don't care because you have to have a tough skin like a thick skin and stuff like that because, like I said, that was one of the advice kind of videos I was watching the other day. And it was just like, when you put yourself out there, anything you put out there for public consumption, whether it's your Instagram, your Twitter, your yeah. whatever, your, and, and us because we are content creators. We put out our podcast every week. I'm about to put out YouTube videos every week. So now I'm feeling visual. So, you know, I can sit there and have comments, people telling me that I'm this or I'm that, or have, you know what I'm saying, open myself up to the public because some people to critique me and tear me apart. You have to be ready for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, you're going to be sensitive because it's your art, but you also going to be like, okay, you're still human at the end of the day. So I kind of get what you were saying with, like, Cardi. Like, people are, that shit is it's rough. I mean, even, like, I've had, like, friends, like, yeah, no, nah, like, that wasn't it. Like, for real? Like, damn, man. Like, I, I thought that was pretty decent. Like, everything ain't for everybody. Yeah, everything ain't for everybody. That's exactly what I, um, I be telling people. That's, you really have to enjoy what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's going to come down to. Everybody not going to like it. Everybody not going to enjoy it. People not going to fuck with it. Everybody don't have to be agreeing with you. Everybody don't have to fuck with you. So at the end of the day, you have to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Like, make sure you're doing something that you're passionate about. Like, we are clearly passionate about content creation. We sit there and we enjoy having these conversations. We enjoy the production process and sitting there editing and getting our shit up. We feel good after we're done doing a show. You know what I'm saying? It's, an, it's a sense of a, a pride and accomplishments when we finish something. Because we enjoy what we do. Yeah, I mean, if you, you, have to if make you don't sure. love it, man, leave it exactly. alone. Exactly, and you have to make sure because at the end of the day, when 
you get the negative feedback or something like that. It's like, okay, that's cool. But we like that, though. We enjoyed doing what the fuck we did. And so it's just like, we know everybody don't gonna feel us. Hendrix is a, probably a little bit more palpable than I am because I'm abrasive, I guess, kind of, uh, on the show. Um, so he might show. be a little bit more likable than I am Just in real life. No, in real life, show. I'm like more likable than you are. But on the show, I'm not. It's false accusation. Bro, be real. <laughs> Get real, bro. Right. Okay. Continue. No, okay. I got a point. Like, I'm... <laughs> Even though we had that that logic discussion earlier in the the episode, like I feel him, like I respect him for what he did, like I respect him for putting that content out, like even though I didn't like it, like I understand, like it's cool. I, I might not like it, but yeah, with it's, Eminem, it's, why it, he was so you know pressed about everybody not liking you know his last album because like at the end of the day, I'm still human. Like you gonna turn me down like that and tell me it was the worst shit you ever heard, bro? You wilding. Hey man, walk on water was kind of trash. It was bad, but at the end of the day, you really just gotta be like, was it the worst shit I ever heard? No, because people like Cameron made music. But at the end of the day, you gotta think about. Pause. Sorry. Pause. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Yes. (sighs) Yes. Yes. This one right here. What I do? KC said it. People actually really fuck with Cameron. I found it out later in life, and I was yeah, just like, tooty fruity, booty booty, dooty dooty, hootie hootie. He was a trendsetter. That's all these new niggas talk about. I don't care. Just like, he was the godfather. It was still trash, though. It was interesting. We talking about music. We're not talking about bars. him wearing pink, nigga. Pink no, Escalades and shit. That I'm was talking trash. about that car. I mean, I'm talking about his rapping. Okay. And I was just like, bro. The last good song he made was Down and Out with Kanye. Hmm. Speaking of Kanye. Yeah. Are you excited? What? More content from Kanye. No, I'm, I'm not. I just keep, keep, keep it. Actually. No, I'm just playing. Honestly, um, <laughs> I guess I feel like we about to drift off the subject so I can wrap it up with a topic. Um, If y'all want to talk about that some more, you can. Share your sh- Share, yeah, share your struggles with us. Let us know what you've been doing, how you've been getting through the ups and downs of being a kind of an entrepreneur and a content creator and kind of doing your own thing and like you know. Yeah, I mean, it relates to, best life. to all aspects of life. Like, you know, yeah, honestly, even with relationships, you know, you find yourself a lot of times where you're like, "Damn, why am I single? What am I? What do I don't have that they got?" You do. We do it. So we do it with everything. Damn, like, why you, why that bitch got a fat ass thought out? <laughs> Genetics. But anyways. <laughs> you will leave, leave your mother alone. Okay. Leave your mother alone. I just needed my daddy jeans to be stronger. <laughs> but literally, the size of the asses on my daddy's side of the family is actually ridiculous. And they're like good God-fearing women. They don't need that. I'm about to leave for that picture Get off the wall And start walking <laughs> I'm going the fuck home I'm sorry I'm just saying But anyways <laughs> um, That's gonna wrap it up for the topic Like I said If you wanna add You can hit us up on Twitter At the 2AM Podcast Or you can also hit us up In our email At As2AMPodcast At com. And number two Yes I almost forgot it again Now Comment on SoundCloud I'm, I appreciate all the comments we get on SoundCloud. Like, yes. make sure, you know, when you listen and just comment. Like, I know a lot of people don't listen, like, on the actual website. I but, don't. you know, just, you know, write it down. You know, send it to us. 
Email us. We appreciate that shit. Right. What were you about like, to say about Kanye though? No, he's coming out with an album. Um, I feel like uh, this one might actually be straight because of the people he's around. I feel like that's good. It I know you're trying to be black again. Okay, can we talk about what he was doing with the whole Nick Cannon and Tyson um, um, Bedford thing? What were these videos about? Why was he doing that? Um, <laughs> that was. I mean, well, basically, he's been a. He's been a robot for he the said last he was in a place. <laughs> for the last couple of uh, years. So now he he said he feel like he's in a space, like a mental space, where he can address some shit. Like you know, niggas got the, the Kanye jokes off. We definitely did. I mean, that nigga is insane. I mean, but he was always insane. I know, but he's somebody was saying insane, I, I saw a not on our side now. Yeah, no, he racist. But I see the picture of him. With like a magnet hat on and a Colin Kaepernick shirt, it was some other nigga was definitely losing it. Well, he's in Gemini, so. Okay, oh that explains a lot. Yeah, he's a Gemini. He, actually. Yeah, on uh, the Yay album, he was actually uh, talking about that. Like, yeah, like. I met I a Gemini, uh, and I was like, "So you have multiple personality disorder?" Man. Or. Man. Or mm. no. <laughs> Man. Well, I'm good on that. Man's, but yeah, that's just men are sociopaths. I got to that conclusion. Did you ever watch American Psycho? I didn't, oh but I concluded. God. I want everybody to look at the definition of a sociopath, and then realize that that it describes men to a T. And okay. I want y'all to let me know what y'all think. Y'all can let me know on an email too. No, I look that up. Inbox her for that. No, email it to so, me. So, what was grinding your gears this week? You know, I don't really have anything. You know, really? Surprisingly, honestly, nothing really been pissing me off. Niggas trying to talk to me is ir- irritating as hell, honestly. It's always niggas, actually. I Somebody probably gonna think I hate men. I don't hate men. I just want them to do better. I want I want to hold them accountable for the bullshit that they do. And good luck with that. Oh, no, I know. That's why I'm single. But I'm just saying, if I could hold them accountable, I would. <laughs> but they all trash bags. Mm. Not that I hate men or anything, just all garbage. <laughs> now, <laughs> honestly, man, maybe I really need to talk more about. I we talked about pretty privilege before, but it's not even a privilege; it's a burden. Being someone that's been ugly and attractive in their lifetime, I think that it's horrible. It is horrible. It is very bad. It is. Have you ever had somebody come like, damn, you sexy, like me? Oh, I heard. I I got a disturbing. I I want to make a small comment about self hate. Okay, so I really feel like I am used to getting the "you're pretty" from a dark for a dark skinned woman comments from men, but I got one from a woman that was dark skinned, so it actually kind of made me (laughs) feel bad. I would be so confused. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like so. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> so do you not find yourself attractive? It was an older lady too that worked with me, and she was kind of just like. It was probably on some confidence thing. I like, had came in early. Well, I come in early every day. Mm-hmm. I went to work and psychopath. I was getting my stuff ready. And she was just like, I don't know. She stopped like dead in her tracks. I was getting my shit together. And she was just like, I don't know if anybody's ever told you this, but you are absolutely gorgeous. Like, I have never seen a dark skinned woman this at a, that attractive and beautiful. Like, you're just such a beautiful woman. Just like, thank you. But I was, after she walked away, I was just so troubled because I'm just like, 
But you dark skin. That's um, funny. It was really weird. Yeah, that that seems like a confusing spot to be in. That's what I'm saying. It was really weird because like when a nigga do stuff like that, I cut into him. Mm-hmm. When a guy be like, "Oh, you pretty for a dark skin girl," I was like, "Get the fuck out my face with that bullshit." Like I don't have time for that. Like you want some real, real cool shit, and I don't have time for that. Like it's a backhanded ass compliment. I mean, it's like you' supposed to be ugly, but you cute. That's essentially what you're saying. Like, bro, you put you got all the tools to look like an animal, but you actually are attractive. This is funny because I do a similar thing with like lighter skinned people, just because of the you know the stigma and going around darker skinned women. It's like, yeah, you know, like you, like you, yeah, I like you light skinned though, but you know, like yeah, I. Like you cute, you light skinned though, so you know, I guess you cool, shit like that. But that's that's niggas just talking to you. That's 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 it for you. Yeah, I really don't have anything um, else. Niggas are flaky. That's another thing. Unreliable. Same thing. Um, I keep getting hit on by young people. You don't look your age. I got hit on by twenty two year old. I don't look twenty two. Yeah, some days. Huh? I got hit on by a 22-year-old. He's so adorable. Especially with that hairstyle. But he's 22. It's like, I could have birthed you. Well, okay, not really. <laughs> I would have been six. But I could have birthed you. <laughs> and I was like, that's disturbing. Yeah. And then I also, I think, I think it's something in the water where all the opposite things keep happening to me. Like the things I really like, don't like. Oh, it was a movie like that. Oh, and I'm talking about The Good Place when they made them things to torture them and it was like the, all the stuff that they hated. So I keep getting hit on by young niggas and religious people. <laughs> and it's really bizarre. Because I'm just like... I was waiting on the second one. Now, yeah, that's, that's man, not for you. I don't know what's going on here, but... I mean, you might shape you and mold you into a good, I don't know. A good I don't Christian want that. woman. Well, he wouldn't even get a chance her, to even get his hands on husband. me. I respect my husband. When I find one, I don't I want. Love the Lord. All right. I mean, I love him. But <laughs> <laughs> love the Lord. Got the all right. Oh, yes. <laughs> like all right, that's enough. <laughs> Listen, I'm not not religious. Okay, no, I'm not. I'm not religious. But I'm not atheist. Like I believe in like Jesus and the Lord and whatever and shit. I just don't. Sorry. Okay. Oh fuck. I'm God fearing. Is that better? I just I'm not with the shits. So all those other shits that goes along with the all the extra shit that y'all be doing, like being discriminatory and you know using y'all um Bible for bad, which is essentially what y'all be doing. This shit. <laughs> Bible for bad. That's funny. They use, they do. That's what they be doing. I had a, I had an older woman call me a good young Christian man because I, I held the door for her, but held it with my right arm and I didn't have like, you know, my sleeves. I had a short sleeve, so I guess she saw my tattoo. And she, but that's contradictory because it's a tattoo. That's what I'm saying. Religious people hey, don't even know hey, how to read hey, religious hey, all the way. Look, look. That's what I'm saying. They're so flawed. They're so I ready was, to talk about I people getting abortions and people, you know. She fucked me Being up gay. because of like my mind state. Now is like, oh, you talking about that? Oh yeah, no, like it ain't it, it ain't that, it ain't that, bro. Don't don't worry about. It. It's like nah, like I, somebody had a, a conversation with somebody. It was like, all right, so you know, you know, you only have a couple of tattoos. Like, which one do you like the most? I'm like, 
I don't like none of these. Like they all represent a different. Like, I know which one you like the moment most. Moment of. Don't your twenty five minutes. Your twenty five minutes was up a long time ago. Baby. Hey girl, don't so, throw nothing at me. Yeah, like I don't. I mean, it just represented like what I was going through at the time. Like, and I learned my lesson, and I don't have any more. So yeah. All my all my tattoos have meanings. I mean, they all have meaning. They just meant. I mean, like I got, I know, but I got stuff intentionally that would never change. That was a that was a rule so when I was getting tattoos. You feel that way now? That I got stuff that would never change. Okay. All right. So grinding my gears, besides this lovely dark skinned woman right here. I'm just saying. <laughs> Funeral processions. So, earlier this week, I'm on my way to work, you know, making good time and shit. There was a funeral procession that proceeded to span five lights on a major road. Now, I know you guys from out of town are not, or, you know, kind of vaguely familiar with this road. This was an eight mile, five eight mile lights and if anybody from the local area knows how long the fucking eight mile lights last yeah it, it was not fun and i just don't i don't like i don't know like i don't get like why the fuck everybody don't need a fucking thingy for their car like some of y'all gonna have to be late to the gravesite, bro simple shit i'm trying to go places but yeah that's it that's all the grind of my gears this week it was something I was about to mention, but I forgot because my memory is really bad, bro. Yeah, we know Joe. It's okay. You said what? We know Joe. What does that mean? We know. So uh, no, speak, nigga. No, you're you're Joe Button. Actually, no, you're you know Joe something Button. is grinding my gears. I ordered something <laughs> on September seventh, and my shit has not even left the place they dropped the package off at, and I need to know why. It's the AliExpress. It's not AliExpress. I ordered from Etsy. I ordered these things called the curl caps. Um, from I, well, I saw it on Instagram. I ordered this called curl caps, and my shit ain't came, and I'm offended. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. So that mean I shouldn't order them Ray J earbuds. They come from Etsy. No, nah, I'm just saying you got it off of Instagram. Like, nigga, that means that. Oh, are. no, this came from Etsy, though. I think that's just <laughs> slow in general. I don't know. I really don't know, but I definitely feel some kind of way about my shit not coming. <laughs> I'm really mad about it, but I guess I get over it. I don't know. All right. So, I'm going to let you go first because you have a lot of stuff. Where can they find you at? I have a lot of stuff. Okay, anyways. I'm saying you're rolling out your YouTube page. Like, tell the people where they'll be able to find you on YouTube. Okay, listen. If you want to reach me, you can reach me at (laughs) K (laughs) underscore in real life. That's K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. That is on Facebook. No, that's not on Facebook. Sorry, I lied. That's on Twitter and that's on Instagram and um, my Facebook, don't make me regret this. It's K C Kyle K A Y C E E C O L L. That's my Facebook. Um, if you would like to reach my, um, well, I haven't. I, like I said, I ain't gonna be on there yet. But hopefully, either next week or the week after, I will be posting my first video, and then I will definitely be vlogging my London trip. So if you want to stay tuned for that. My YouTube channel is the Life 
in times of KC. Yes, that is homage to my man. Y'all already know, Jay. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, if you want to reach the show, you can do so at the 2 a.m. podcast. That is on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. You know, give us a holler. Um, Hendrix, where can I reach you? Uh, for me, you can reach me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Noe Hendrix. That's N O E L L Y H E N D R I X on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then, um, lastly, that email again is at Podcast at gmail.com. The number two, send any questions, comments, your concerns, topic ideas, anything you might to that email. Quick shout outs. One to my best friend Nicole. Check out her YouTube page, Nikki C, if I'm not mistaken, N I K K I C on YouTube. Um, check that out. And then also a quick shout out to my best friend Courtney. Love you. She <laughs> I went to dinner with her today and she was talking about how I'm always saying negative stuff about her on the show. And I never realized that I was, but I don't think I have. But I don't know, because my memory is bad. But we love Courtney here, don't we? Mm-hmm. Tell Courtney you love her. Mm-hmm. Nigga. I will text her. I love you, Courtney. Thank you. We love you. Anyways. All right, guys. I guess that's going to wrap up the show. Any last words, nigga? And remember, millennials. Remember what? If the universe is forcing motherfuckers out of your life. Like you. Let that shit happen. Bye. All right, guys. <laughs> Catch you next week. Peace. Peace.